you remember like a month ago or two maybe it was more like six months ago when there was all these headlines that were like in Harry Belafonte's last public appearance <laughs> like you're really pushing him out the door <laughs> <laughs> and what is surely going to be his last public appearance <laughs> I feel like people have been saying that about Chomsky for probably a good 10 15 years now like every time you see a new Chomsky interview you're like damn Dude, he got married like three years ago. Two oh, yeah. years ago. Yeah, he's like seventy like late seventies. I think the Or he's in his eighties now. The most pressing question on the left right now is 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 Noam Chomsky still getting it in? You think he's still smashing? Let me look at him. I have to look him in the eyes to know. <laughs> yeah, he's still smashing. I would say. Oh, we just sort of let that one hang. Sorry. <laughs> no, it's not, it's not your fault. I was trying to find um, an autopsy of a bodybuilder that tried to get to 0% body fat <laughs> and then died of kidney and liver failure instantly. Like the actual autopsy write-up report? Okay, yeah. It is Andreas Munzer. Go look. At, go Google Andreas Munzer autopsy. Uh, <laughs> oh God! Why, legendary bodybuilder who died with almost zero body fat lives on. Oh God! What? <laughs> Did you see his his liver is is particularly wow. It's got big nodes on it. You got a noted liver? He had table tennis ball-sized tumors, and half the liver consisted simply of a crumbly mass similar <laughs> to styrofoam. Oh, my God. Ooh, boy. Well, that was his ass, if that's any... Go uh, look at Andreas Munzer's ass, everybody on Google. Damn. It's a cautionary tale for the super... For those that chase the burn. Look at that ass. Look at his ass? No, look. I got you right here. Oh, what the fuck? That's what an ass looks like at 0% body fat. Dude, this looks like one of those aliens that uh, crawled out of somebody's, uh, John Hurt's chest and alien. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> looks like that William Blake painting of the devil. I think it's the devil. <laughs> what I'm talking about? I know exactly what you're talking about. Godspeed, Andreas. Um, speaking of good asses... Uh, I was reading. Did I tell you about this? I was reading this book a few months ago about uh, Alexander von Humboldt, and I was like, they had <laughs> not the not the pivot I was thinking you were going to go for when you were thinking of. Is it that his first thing? <laughs> talking about good asses. Well, I, I was just as shocked as you were. There's a there was like a little painting on the inside of Alex. It was very like colonialist, racist. It was like. Oh, Alexander I, von I, Humboldt dressed very nicely in this yeah. like Native American, you know. But it's like standing next to him and like it's doing the juxtaposition right. of like the. But they made Alexander von Humboldt like, I guess because of their like sort of like Western um, aesthetics or like Western values or whatever. Uh, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. They tried to they tried to make him more masculine, like compared to the. They're trying to make the ripped, native fucking native. 
look a feet. Yeah, sort of. Pretty much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, but he had a huge ass, man. My the, man who, had who was the thick one? Alexander von Humboldt. Oh, okay. my man had a a, a huge fat old ass. A fat old ass. It was definitely looked better like, than our guy Andreas Mutes. I like a fat old ass on my Humboldts, <laughs> my von Humboldts. Oh god! Yeah, Andreas Munzer's ass. On the other hand, God, what commitment to craft though! That's a great party trick, whipping that ass out at a party. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Munzer ass or the von Humboldt, the Munzer ass. <laughs> god. Oh, I got a song for you. It sounds like the start of that one song. That you oh, that's they have always from. showed me the video of. Yeah. With little cum drops for jumping out of that spaceship. Yeah. Look at that mustache. I can only see it from here. Who is this? Giorgio Moroder. Moroder. And I like his shirt. It's to denote that he's half man, half machine. It's kind of like man. the 1970s version of the tuxedo t-shirt. Everybody back then was like in the cyborg thing. Yeah. You know Giorgio Moroder's German in that curveball? What do you mean? He's German. He's not Italian. Well, I just assumed he was German because he was on that Daft Punk album. He's like, I'm Giorgio Moroda. Like, in his name, like, Giovanni. Giovanni. My name is Giovanni Giorgio. He he could be, like, Italian-German. You know, some people are Native American. He could be (laughs) Italian-German. You mean, like, he was part of the original... Like Visigoths, <laughs> who yeah. sacked Rome in the fifth century. Right. <laughs> I see. I see what you're that's saying. A, that's his lineage. <laughs> I see where you're going. <laughs> Got it. Man, I'm really into Italo Disco. Yeah, they had a they had something really good going on there. Yeah. Good scene. Oh yeah. In the in the in the story, the lineage of good scenes. 1970s Italian disco is up there. Oh yeah. With, like, German expressionism. <laughs> I think Moroder was just mopping the pussy up. Now? I mean, not then. He looks great now, though. Probably still is. Let's see what Giovanni Giorgio looks like. Now. <laughs> Moroder. Now. Hi, dude. He looks like Bill Maher? Oh, no. He's kind of got a... Uh, Kind of like Werner Herzog. Yeah. I don't know, man. Who's, Look, who's also a Visigoth. We're not going to be able to look that good when we're... Fuck, no, I don't look that good at 32. Is that Lady Gaga beside her? That's what I was thinking that was really funny in that picture of... Uh, in that picture of us next to Nick Offerman. He looks like Tom Selleck. That's why <laughs> I said that. Yeah. Some people actually thought that was Tom Selleck. Yeah. But he has very good skin... I look very frail, standing very like immediately next. Well, to there's a hierarchy of grooming products that we can't afford that he can. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I bet more. Well, I think where I was going with that is that I think Marauder also has access the to same, the same products. access to the same products. What kind of toner, Carrie? Do you think Giorgio Marauder uses? Yeah. Toner. Look, look at his skin at age 104. He looks pretty good. You know Giorgio Moroder? My name is Giovanni Giorgio. <laughs> Buongiorno. <laughs> Buongiorno. 
Witch Hazel? I use Dickinson's Witch Hazel. Can you tell? Do you like it? I like the rose really? water flake scent. Not flavor. Is it good? Is it Dickinson's? Yeah. Okay. Is it good for your... Uh... I don't know. It's probably actually not good for me because I have really dry skin. And I think it dries you out more. But I just like the way it feels. I found that it uh, gives me a good pH balance. I think toner is actually kind of stupid unless you have like oily skin. I've heard you use it to... Like if you wash your face and you use toner, it's supposed to help get rid of all this any residue of soap you didn't get washed off. Mm-hmm. But that's dumb. Yeah. yeah. But it feels good. I use toner before I go to bed. Interesting. I'll just, I'll just go ahead and tell everybody my skincare. <laughs> you got a skincare routine. Yeah, I guess. Uh, just your standard. You do have you do have nice skin. You got, am I glowing? You got good skin. It's, I will admit. You have fewer wrinkles on your forehead. Than <laughs> well, let me tell you something. I used to I used to have tons of wrinkles on my forehead, but let me tell you the secret. <gasps> Seaweed night cream by Mario Badescu. Interesting. I've seen people use that. Do you import is it? it? Is it expensive? It ain't cheap, but you don't have to use a whole lot. Like a little yeah. goes a long way. See, I want if I have some kind of product, I just want to slather it. Yeah. yeah, you gotta resist, <laughs> you gotta resist that temptation. It's like having a nice bottle of scotch and then wanting to uh, like down it, down it in one evening, right. which I've definitely done. So you get a nickname oh, with your God. husband. Not in years. Ugh. Speaking of Matt, did you were you aware that on uh, Thursday <laughs> evening this man was racing down Main Street? Oh yeah, oh yeah. Foot race. He was. They were having foot races on Main Street oh, yeah. at like one in the morning. Oh, that, yeah, I was, that got revived, I guess. Um, that yeah, that used to happen. That happened more before my time. <laughs> it happened a couple of times when I was around. Right. No, yeah, he told me, and um, it it will tell his age, but he, I think, has pretty much been sore since. Yeah. Then. No, he's been. He's, so. Uh, we went on a hike Sunday. Old, and old sore legs. Yeah, he was like, Daddy I'm still sore, sore from that shit. Daddy sore. Legs. Who was racing? Matt, Kevin, I don't want to give their names away just in case the cops hear this and they get arrested for for running. I, yeah. What would that be? Jaywalking? <laughs> like what? What would that be? Running in the street is that is illegal? That, is that? I don't know. If, unless you're not on a sidewalk or something, is that bad? I Maybe think... they raced back and forth across the crosswalk. So never mind. It's not even jaywalking. Yeah. He um. And some one of the maybe the bartender because yeah because he was mentioning the youth of another person and how much it one like, of the, it makes the a world of difference. Oh, yeah. One of the bartenders at Summit, I don't remember her name, and um, Kevin and uh, there's a fourth mysterious fourth person. Uh, Kevin, for a man that, as far as I can tell, subsists off Guinness Stout Tall Boys, <laughs> is surprisingly agile he's, and athletic. He's fast. <laughs> he is. He's uh, a hell of a skateboarder and confident. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, that's part of it. You've got to be not afraid to break an arm. Well, and if you're skateboarding, then that's that's yeah. definitely part of your persona. You're not afraid to get hurt. My, I, you know, I'm, everybody went through this stage where they were like, um, gonna skate when we were all in high school, you know. And I had fr- I had a, a boy that I wanted to date, and he skated. So therefore, there I was trying to do it. And my brother-in-law, who really does skate a lot, my sister too, but he was my brother-in-law was just like, you just, you just can't be afraid to fall. Yeah. I'm like, I'm super afraid to fall. I, don't, I really, really don't want to get hurt. So I realized I would never be good at it. Right. That sucks. Falling? Falling? On, like Falling. on asphalt or concrete? Falling good sucks God. ass. God. Yeah. I get this. I get this physical reaction when I see just even a video of somebody falling on concrete. Like I feel this like shudder. Oh, oh yeah. Ugh, yeah. Ugh, I hate it. 
This is so terrible. fun to watch, though. No, no, it's not. It, no. it, it hurts me. It, like, I, Maybe it's yeah, just it's funny when me. people hit their nuts on a rail. <laughs> that's fun. That's fun to watch. That's fun to watch. I agree. Yeah, the ba- the funny injuries are funny. So I'm scrolling back through my text messages because I wanted to see who the other person was. And all I keep seeing is from like Friday night and Saturday morning. Ow, my legs are sore. <laughs> <laughs> Makes my legs extra sore. Yeah. That's so funny. Um, um, but he was telling me about who it was. Yeah. Um. <laughs> like like a great deal of our men talking to Because I wasn't at home. And I was at my parents, and he was telling me Saturday, Saturday morning he's gonna get so mad that I'm reading out. His yeah, <laughs> it's okay. My legs are still so sore. We're ba- <laughs> I'm yeah. in horrible shape, but I guess I'm fast. <laughs> <laughs> because the thing is, is he, he? I think he won, except for the young yeah. bartender. Well, uh, God, that's so funny. He'll he'll forever be immortalized in our podcast as a. Uh, Third place. I bet he came in third place. What do you think? No, no, Matt. Did he came in second no, place? No, he came in, yeah, first or second or something. Where the hell? Damn, here I am just hating on his ass. <laughs> <laughs> I know, he really will get mad at me for... Uh, uh. When you're a kid, though, um, you just really don't give a shit about falling as much as you do when you're an adult. Because, like, a broken arm could really fuck fuck my program up for a good... Oh, man. It was Thursday night. That's why this is taking... Right. It's Thursday night. I got a request over on the request line. Yeah. I think maybe we should have a subtle soundtrack to talk over. Okay, go for it. What do you want to hear? I'd like to hear the Midnight Express soundtrack, which is done by Giorgio Moroder and is a favorite of mine. The movie and the soundtrack. <laughs> I am pretty sore. Speaking, wait, 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 hold on. Speaking of, uh. He just says it so much. <laughs> yeah, no, he, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. It's kind of pathetic okay. to get in okay. your early 30s. So. It really is, though. It's a, such a fast transition from able bodied to unable bodied. Unless you're like, you know, LeBron James. I guess it's no secret I'm back in the gym. <laughs> you are? <laughs> well, kinda. I've I've been one. But wait, it wait, hurts. wait! It hurts so bad. Speaking of not being afraid to fall, okay. Um, did you did y'all see? It's kind of like a cliche at this point, but did y'all see the thing about the woman who was American citizen, but she also had a Hungarian citizenship, and she was just a sort of subpar skier. Um, and she just don't talk about my girlfriend that way. <laughs> well, she just she didn't do any tricks or anything. She just went up each side of it. Y'all didn't see and this? She meddled. Yeah, yeah. No, she, no, she didn't even meddle. She like didn't <laughs> even do any tricks. She just like her dream was always being in the Olympics, and so oh, I she did see this. used her Hungarian citizenship to like be in some ski competition. I don't know what the event was. Did she also compete for the Americans? No. I think just she hungry? just competed for Hungary. Her name was Marion, something Marion King, I think. Interesting. But Summer, I think her name was Summer Marion King. I don't know how I remember that. But um, but she didn't do anything. She would just go up one side and then just go up the other side and then just go up the other side. <laughs> and then that's what she that's what she did on the Olympics she in front of millions and millions of moment. people. Yeah, she thought it was hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> I can appreciate that a lot. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, a but lot I, of... How did she qualify, though? Um, 
Like, don't you have to qualify to be in the Olympics? If that's all you're doing, how are you winning a competition to get in to be able to compete in the Olympics? Damn, I don't know. Perhaps maybe, like, every country has, like, a, a requirement. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the Olympics police come to your country and say, give us one of your... <laughs> Listen here, Hungarians. <laughs> you can't produce me a snowboarder. Give us your best. <laughs> it's not negotiable. Right. You're out. Wow. Maybe. That's how the World Bank basically works, but with, like, poverty. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe they should just make, maybe after, uh, maybe the next fucked up stage of human development will just be like another that type situation where um, like a larger power just comes to where you live and says like, all right, well you have to compete. And is this, this is Hunger the, yeah, this is the Hunger Games, damn. I'm just, I'm plagiarizing hey, listen, if a, you're, a young adult now. If you're going to keep pitching these movies, you got to start <laughs> watching some of them. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. But that, I mean, yeah. That's Wait. Yeah. This shit's pretty real, though. Yeah. M- my cousin Peyton uh, pitched me this whole like idea. He was like, man, I'm going to write this novel. And it's about this guy that goes to work one day. And then, like, his wife leaves. And then she, like, murders this guy and does all this crazy shit. I was like, Gone Girl? <laughs> <laughs> he goes, What's that? <laughs> yeah, that is gone. Yeah. That movie, like, they they fooled me three or four times. <laughs> there were, like, three surprise endings in that movie. Yeah. Have y'all ever seen Homeward Bound? Yeah. Did the dog, dog watch that the one? dog movie. I mean. It's like a dog and a cat. Yeah. Tegan watched that recently. Me and, uh, me and Louise were joking the other night because we watched it recently. Don't ask. And uh, (laughs) I needed to revisit it. I needed to re-critique this movie that was a foundational part of me. But if you watch it, like if you didn't know anything about the movie and you and like someone had it on in the room and you were like blindfolded or something, you couldn't watch the screen. All you could do is hear it. You knew nothing about it. You would think that the plot line is about a pederast, (laughs) an old man pedophile trying to fuck a little kid. Because, like, yeah, because the old golden the, retriever is obsessed old, with the little boy. Yes, yeah, yeah. he's obsessed yeah. with him, and he and oh, oh, and he's so and he's sad. old as fuck, and he's right. like, he's like Peter. Peter. The way he says his oh, name, I have to get, I have to find Peter. Oh, Peter. Yeah, no, oh God, that's awful. Oh, <laughs> and he's like, so shut up. And Sally Field is in it. Yeah, like, you know, <laughs> yeah. Who voices uh, the the dog? The old dog, I don't remember, but the young whippersnapper is uh, Michael J. Fox. Oh really? Mm-hmm. That theory, uh, that mad dog's insane. That movie might be responsible for the sort of notion that like only girls could have cats and boys should have dogs. Ugh, it is yeah. a weirdly gendered yeah. movie. Like the girl yeah. owns a cat and the cat is is woman. It's like this princessy yeah cat. right. They're yeah. like the the personalities of the, yeah. which is even weirder because like if Chato is supposed to be mirroring the personality of Peter, say it right. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what that means. Does it mean that Peter is one day going to become a predator ass as well? He's grooming him. <laughs> <laughs> See? <laughs> That's a slow burn. We've, we've, ru- t- we've ruined this movie for care. It, t- it, took a, it took a minute for the, the gears to really that start moving. Kind of but you know. Too. Was just, it was the pun that got me. <laughs> 
that's what that's oh jesus christ <laughs> yeah i did love that movie though yeah it's I saw actually it, and good. i saw it not that long ago i i, I think i did always though i was just always like animals are not gonna think they're, they're I, I know that there have been stories of dogs like traveling hundreds of miles to get back with their owner but yeah. i just don't think that that's it's, well, it's not common. I think that happened all. one time, and it, there was a little thing called microchipping that allowed the hint. Right. Yeah. Right? Well. Uh, not to kill anybody's feel-good no, story. I mean, there, you know, some animals have done that, but I also just think, like, they had a great place to stay. They were staying on this na- in this neighbor, per- the friend of the family's farm, yeah. and it was this beautiful farm. Yeah, it was all because of Shadow. I just want... Right. It was literally yeah. because Shadow was like... We've got to get back to but Peter. Also, and also, a cat would never follow those dogs. Would never be like, "Yeah, the dogs are right." A cat would yeah. be like, "Fuck you guys! I'm gonna stay here and right. catch all these wild birds." Well, yeah. see, Chance's Chance's um, story was that he came from the streets, basically. Remember? Right. And he was well, like, he was awfully needy to be from the streets. Yeah, there's right. some holes in his right. story. True, true. Think he was a poser? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, <laughs> he had like a friend who was. <laughs> if you really, if you start to get any, okay, here's one. Uh, so my friends and I did this in college. He, my friend was a, like a film major and he um, took all kinds of weird film classes and then we would, would get us watching movies and we'd talk about them and stuff. But if we, he made us watch the original, like the Winnie the Pooh movie, uh-huh. which I was like my like little tiny baby movie that I watched a lot. Like I remember watching it a lot. That was what I wanted to watch over and over again. And um, we watched it. Have you seen that as an adult? No. I'll tell you what that's about. A crack addict. <laughs> really? Winnie the Pooh is addicted, addicted to honey. To honey. And it, it, yeah. it, it, but it's like, it is debilitating. It's a visceral addiction. Yes, yes. It's all he thinks about and it's all he does and it makes him an asshole to his friends. Rabbit is like a... Hold on, hold on one second. Is it possible Winnie the Pooh has diabetes? Um, Can that account for his asshole behavior and his mood swings well I guess it's not so much that he's like no i mean he really he's like he's like i have like i have to have honey like where's yeah honey? but also he could be a petter ass because he is obsessed with that boy christopher robin oh yeah but, i'm sorry i'm sorry carry on this no, is but see but to me though winnie the pooh and christopher robin i think come off as like a similar age and and really chris they're both they're fairly adult was that the kid's name christopher robin christopher robin yeah I never. He's a bitch made as they come. I'm gonna be honest. I was never really into Winnie the Pooh. Oh yeah, I, it was a big deal for me. So watching it as like a three or four year old and yeah. a bunch, and then watching it as like a 22 year old for the first time again, it was really strange. It was one of those feelings where I was like, holy yeah. shit! Like it. I appreciated Eeyore. I like that he was very Eeyore chill. Is a manic depressive. <laughs> yeah, I could relate to Eeyore a lot. Eeyore's like like really depressed. Like needs to be. In yeah. A, in a psych ward <laughs> Piglet Sounds is, like they all do. No, it's, oh, it's so messed up. I'm not even kidding. It's really, like, you're watching it and you're like, holy shit. Is it twisted? It's kind of twisted. Because, is okay. it one of those things where, like, I'm not, you're not locked in here with me. Or wait, I'm not locked in here with you. You're <laughs> locked in here with <laughs> you don't, me. You don't need Is it an insane asylum? Is that the whole, is uh, it a metaphor? Possibly. But, you know, like, what does it say about Christopher Robin that these are all of his yeah. boyfriends? And this is his imaginary right. world. But I like I was Winnie the Pooh up. is a crack, is like addicted. It has a major addiction. Piglet is so anxious. <laughs> yeah. it, it, it can't function. I don't know what Piglet is. You don't is. need any psychology degrees. No Piglet never had a father. 
man. Piglet. Yeah. Piglet is just... I just want to hold Piglet and cry. Like, it makes me really sad. And then Eeyore is majorly depressed. Rabbit is this curmudgeonly old cranky character who's an asshole to everybody. And, like, Winnie the Pooh's an addict. Right. Granted. I get it. An addict is coming to your house trying to, like, steal your money, steal your pills out of your medicine cabinet. (laughs) Your honey, in this case. But, like... Do better about like not letting. I I don't know. Did Pooh anyway, had a, how did Rabbit's an enabler? Okay, <laughs> all right. <laughs> but but is really resentful about it. Really resentful about it. And then Tigger, right? Okay, so they all <laughs> speed. Tigger's got to be on speed, right? No, I'm not joking. Tigger is fucking normal. Oh really? Tigger is normal, and Tigger comes around, and they're all like, "Fuck that guy." They take Tigger out in the woods and leave him because they hate him so much. Wow. Yes, watch it. It's crazy. They hate him because he's normal. Because yeah. he's not crazy. Well, he's just like, like he's fun. Yeah, he's like having a good time. He's like, come <laughs> on, guys, what's up? Let's hang out. And they're all just like, right. It's kind of dealing like, with their own shit, and they can't handle it, and they like hate Tigger. And they, I'm not kidding. They all they go on this journey, and they take him to the middle of the woods, and they leave him. And it's about Tigger like finding his way back, and how they're kind. And then I mean, Fuck. there's yeah, yeah. Um, it's it's Why a do journey. Why do we do that still? It's a journey. And it troubled me. The concept of exile, why did they do it? Were they punishing him for something? Uh, Yeah, just, again, for being fairly normal. For being fairly normal. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's kind of annoying. Right. But he doesn't have, like, a debilitating mental illness. Right. <laughs> That's curveball. My money was on Speed Freak. No, that's just it. Like you, like when you're a kid, and you're just like, "Whoa, Tigger's out of control." But you're watching, and you're like, "No, I mean, he's just he's just like trying to have a good time, <laughs> yeah. and not with fucking crack honey, and not with, you know." What if I don't know? What if horrible addiction compelled people to use very normal things, like not opioids or cocaine or heroin or what have you? What if people were just like hooked on like pork rinds? <laughs> I'd say they are. Mm-hmm. I mean, but you know, like very, very specific, very specific. <laughs> yeah, like just normal foods. <laughs> okay, all right. I see what you're saying. Like addicted to rice. Like I'm, I'm, yeah, debilitatingly addicted uh, yeah. to cucumber. Uh, I went to to school with this kid named Jude Jude White, and he was really into the. The rolls you got for dinner, for lunch. Yeah. You know, with, with, on your lunch tray. <laughs> so much so that he would barter damn near everything else on his <laughs> tray to, and come away with five to six dinner rolls. That's how you did it. Those, those, that's, if I could live on dinner rolls, I'd fucking do it. I could eat a whole tray of Sister Schubert's. Goddamn delicious. Rose. Yeah, I rolls. think, man, those are good. Those little yeast, Parker House yeast yeah, rolls. Those, those are good. Mm. Goddamn good. When's the last time you had a, what's the last time you had a school lunch? You think it'd be weird if we went and had a school lunch one day mm-hmm. just to have It the, would, yeah. It'd be real weird. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Police yeah, would probably us, ask any kids. us to well, leave. Well, when, when I taught it, uh, when I taught briefly, I uh, like, sometimes I'd bring my lunch, but sometimes I'd go in and be like, hell yeah, it's pizza day. That's that rectangle pizza. It's as good as it ever was. It's is it still? Does it hold up? I guess so. Wait. And uh, you know, and they'd have brownies and shit. I mean, I've talked about this before, but I've definitely ruined for the rest of my life my digestive tract with the uh, Allsup's gut grenade uh, or gut bomb burrito, which they gave us in the school lunch lines. Is the most unhealthy. Th- it's literally a deep fried burrito. 
I come bearing yeah, a message of hope today. I met somebody with Barrett's esophagus last night that doesn't have Barrett's esophagus anymore. So you can. You think I can make you it? You can turn it you around. Think I can turn it it's around. It's not too late. You have Barrett's esophagus. Yeah. Um, basically, Terrence's feeble stomach has now become his esophagus too, and narrowed. Oh, oh yeah, it's just—it's just a lot of uh, blockage right here. Oh no! <laughs> you know, I guess blockage wouldn't really be the best word for it. I don't know what how you uh, you would say. Is it like? A, is it similar to like reflux? It's it it, It's the effect of years of reflux, unfettered, oh. <laughs> Yeah, right. Yeah. Well, honestly, though, it's funny. It's like I've mostly brought it on myself. Drink, <laughs> you know, just drinking a lot, doing drugs, stress does it. Schubert sure. rolls. See, I feel like I've been stressed since I was a little kid. So I just threw that in there. Be tough. What's a Schubert roll? Sister Schubert's yeast rolls. They're in the freezer section. They're made <laughs> made right here in the bluegrass. <laughs> they're, yeah, they're the most similar thing to what my grandmother would make for dinner rolls. Oh, nice. So I like to eat them. Yeah. Yeah. That sucks. Health problems, man. Well, it's funny to think that, like, um, you know, do you ever just think about, like, all of your health problems? Like, it's funny when you get a new health problem, and you the old one that hasn't gone away is still there, and you're like, oh, well, this new one makes that old one not so bad anymore. <laughs> Unless you yeah. got AIDS. Yeah. <laughs> well, but there might be something worse than AIDS if yeah, you had no, AIDS. I mean, honestly, they're making great strides. <laughs> and you, I don't mean yeah, that's true. true. If AIDS, you got pancreatic cancer, your relationship to your AIDS would change. It would change. I would yeah. Assume. yeah. Well, that's and true. it's all about like what is plaguing me at this moment, right? And also the fear of what are they doing to each other? <laughs> what are like I have that. What I, are the AIDS and the cancer just making well, love? What are the, what in are the there? Two, yeah. What are the? How are the health problems related, if <laughs> at all? And are they exacerbating one another, or are they offsetting it in perfect balance? Yeah, I don't think that happens. I think it's a f constant feedback loop because I think about like my stomach issues a lot and like heartburn, and then I get really stressed out about it, and, and that stress that makes it makes worse. it worse. Yes. And yes. you know what I mean? It's right. like well, all of my see, like a lot of my stuff is like all um, endocrine related and hormonal related, and therefore reproductively related. So like all of that works together, and they all just fuck me over all <laughs> the time. Right. And so that's in combination. Yeah, yeah you're right. Um, have you heard about? there being a new type of eating disorder. No, enlighten me. There's like a new, and I think the one of the times I was on here before with like Tanya and talked about health stuff, I think I brought this up because I thought this was a thing. It's really a thing where you are so obsessed with like healthy eating that you have disordered eating. Oh. Like I, uh, there was a story about some woman who, um, I think it was even on like the BBC Instagram. It was something they were featuring somebody on one of the news things I look at, and they and she was like, um, she used to just like fix food to take a picture of and put on Instagram, right? Like, you know, like make these. And then by the right, and by the time she was able to eat it, it was just like it wasn't like as hot if it was something hot or it was uh, you know anyway like it. She wasn't concerned about eating it. She was concerned about presenting it, or right? Whatever. But like what I think I have developed is this problem of like, like the water here in Whitesburg. I get in this right. cycle of like stressing myself out because we can't drink the water, but we're showering in it. Yeah, and I like, think about what that the too, fuck Karen. Is that doing? And, it, and I, if I really think about it too much, I just want to like 
freak out. Well, here's what scares me about that water situation. I'm pretty uh, open about I love to take a bath. Oh. I do. Baths yeah, I like baths. It's out there. You have I can't. Here's the you thing. You have the tub. best I know, tub to take a bath in. But unfortunately, it's all teas because I don't have a big enough water heater. Oh, so, like, man. yeah. So, like, I'll try to fill it up no. with hot water, and it will always. It'll never get enough water in it before You're the water goes. Water. Clean. You're gonna <laughs> yeah. get one of those big. Like it's I have 1830. Big, I have a real big pot if you'd like to borrow <laughs> to boil water. Then. Boil, yeah, boil the water. <laughs> And then by the time you get all Turn in there, it'll the cool down Turn off all the lights in your enough. cabin and just pretend that you live in the 1890s. Right, right. That would be nice. Okay. That would be I nice. should get syphilis, uh, <laughs> a handgun. <laughs> I'll get addicted to la- laudanum or opium. You'll die of cholera. <laughs> <laughs> your eyes will go bad for right. eating my candlelight. So, um, what the water? You like to take a bath? I like to take a bath, yeah. and... I've been reading a lot about something called tritetrahelomethanes, TTHMs, yes. which are abundant in our water supply. And they get yeah. more toxic if you heat them if up. If you heat them up. Yep. So yes. I've been thinking yep. all You're those years of it. me just... You're stewing in cancer. Just, just sitting there yep. stewing, then I'm going to end up fucking with... Oh, I know. I can't. It really freaks me out. Like, we went on this whole quest to get the right kind of, like, water cooler thing because buying those big like, or using the jugs through the Lawson's water or whatever they have BPA in those plastic yeah plastic. right and, but we finally found the ones you can recycle they're BPA free whatever but that was freaking me out because BPA is an endocrine disruptor so I'm like I'm just making my fucking thyroid worse yeah I don't anyway but there's that and then there's also like I have this weird problem with produce Am I allowed to eat? Am I, am I going to die? Like, I have this, Right, I have like this bacteria weird, and com- shit? Yeah, I have this weird, com- like, this weird, and I'm, rationally, I don't, like, not eat produce. But I have this, like, panic feeling of, like, why bother eating produce if it's all covered in chemicals and pesticides and stuff? And I can't, you know, if I can't afford to buy an organic avocado, am I going to die? Like, it just makes me want to freak out. <laughs> and so I think I'm developing this weird <laughs> eating disorder because, like, I can't eat healthy enough. Are you taking pictures of your fo- of your video? No, I don't do that. I don't think that's necessary. That can that can be a spectrum on the spectrum. Right, of this disorder. right. I'm just more. It's more like what it turns into is I stress myself out about it so much that I don't even eat. End up eating healthy. Right. Because it's like, what's the point? I do yeah. find that interesting though. That um, it has a. I don't know. Isn't it interesting that like it's a disordered eating with relation to this like idea that is very nebulous like what is healthy food anyways yeah, right i mean it's an entirely subjective thing but i would assume that it's maybe perhaps disordered in the sense that they're well it's what it is is like it, it common sense has just and i'm not and i don't want I feel like I should make a disclaimer that I don't want to downplay like oh, yeah. any other disordered eating. We're talking all. about this in a purely scientific way. And in this specific thing that is like kind of coming to light with people. Because some people aren't even recognizing this as disordered eating. And I'm not saying I am a disordered eater. I just, again, the anxiety loop makes right, me right. <laughs> go through this. But uh, what I think what gets to me is <clears throat> that it just, like, common sense with eating has gone out the window. Because, okay, so for instance, I have like... Um, 
an autoimmune thyroid disorder, I have endometriosis, I have these things. And when you start to read about them and like, what are some holistic ways that I could make this better for my body so right. that I don't want to kill myself once a month because, you know, I have all these other issues, you know. So you start reading about it and it's like, okay, if you have endometriosis, you should avoid this food and this food and this food. Eat lots of this and this and this. If you have, you know, if you're hypothyroid or you have a thyroid problem, you should avoid these foods. And, the, and it, what it is, is it, it tells you to avoid certain vegetables and certain fruits. Yeah. Go gluten free, which really, I don't even really think you should do unless you are have celiac or a, an actual gluten intolerance. Right. You know? So people are obsessed with these like diets. It's not even like like a short-term diet or a crash diet, it's like this lifestyle diet where you're actually omitting, like people who omit carbs completely from their diet, that's super unhealthy. Right. In, unless you're, you know, unless there's a reason for it. So it, it's like this whole thing of like, okay, do I really need to make a list of fruits and vegetables I have to avoid along with processed food? Right. Because it leaves you eating like, if you look at like paleo, but you have any other food allergies, you're, you're like, yeah. you can eat like... I don't know, like steak and spinach or you know, it's just like it's like a ridiculously narrow amount. Of right. Stuff. So I guess that's what I mean. Like people who maybe reach out for healthy alternatives to medicine or, or prescriptions or whatever to try to alleviate some of their health problems, which we're all getting because we're getting older and our environment is killing us. Right. And like our environment is killing our food so much that we can't even eat foods that we deem healthy. Or have historically deemed healthy. It is weird that um, our relationship to food is just complicated. <clears throat> yeah. Like in, it should be a simple thing. Yes. It's right. Uh, like what, happened to should, the, what happened to the food pyramid? We should subsist off honey, like Winnie the Pooh. <laughs> I'm just you, and just that's honey. where we were going with this. You should. I which see. Is, which, according to our friend Jonathan Hoopman, is bee shit. That's tight. I, I'm totally cool with that. It's be shit. It's like the easiest sugar to, to digest. Really? Yeah. It is. It's like lower on the what glycemic index or whatever. See, right. I read honey is the shit. I mean, yeah. Not knocking Winnie the Pooh, but you, my man's probably got to have. His issue is not actually honey. It is a metaphor for <laughs> many other things. I'm just saying. I'm just honey's saying. not the <laughs> issue. No, honey's not the issue. <laughs> Cuts deeper than that. It's the addiction. Yeah. <laughs> But anyway, I drive myself crazy because I read way too much stuff on the internet. <coughs> That's most. Oh, I do too. But the, the stuff I read on the internet is mostly unsolved mysteries. <clears throat> oh yeah, <clears throat> I haven't been watching that. I wanted to. Um, I've been watching Emergency Room. I was I can't go there. As <laughs> a hypochondriac, cannot go there. Check out the shit I read. I was reading on the uh, before I came over here. I read this really long article in Vanity Fair from like three or four years ago. I think it was like 2013, actually. Um. This guy who worked for in like an oil gas industry in like Beaumont, Texas. Um, well, actually, he lived in Louisiana, but he would work in Beaumont, Texas. So he would stay over in hotels a lot in Beaumont. Well, like one night while he was like just sitting on his bed in his hotel room, just smoking cigarettes and watching like Iron Man 2, he suddenly got an intense pain like in his crotch and his body. And he got up to go walk outside the door and fell over dead. <clears throat> well, so. The de there's these detectives that like came onto the scene and they just could not find a cause of death. The, o the only thing that was wrong with him was there was a small laceration on his nutsack, on his on his scrotum. Um, he bled out. <clears throat> so that this went the case went cold for like 
a year. They couldn't figure out. They could never find the 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 the. I guess medical examiner afterwards doing the autopsy said it looked like he had been crushed to death. Like it looked like it looked like someone had been in a car crash. Is basically what the his internal medical, organs. His internal organs were just all fucked up. But externally, he didn't <laughs> look like that, right? No, externally he looked totally <gasps> so fine. Internally, he looked like he had been in a internally Aliens. internally. Aliens. Yeah, it, internally his his heart was fucked up. His it, all <gasps> it, his shit was just fucked up. Yeah. Um. So it, like a year later, the, his wife, you know, not satisfied necessarily fully with the whole he died of natural causes, whatever, which is what they eventually I think just ru- ruled it as. Um, or the yeah. yeah. Uh, so she hired a special investigator, like a private investigator, to go check it out, and so. Um, he found out that um, there were, the night before, there was these um, electricians that had, like, stayed in the next room over. And they were all asking, they were all asking, or they were all acting like, oh, you know, like, is uh, is that person dead? Like, what happened? Like, that's, like, I don't, they, they acted genuinely concerned. Well, um... You know, I love where this is going. <laughs> I mean, I hate it for that guy, but I love where this is going. So, so you know, the, this private investigator. To make a long story short, this no, pri- no, 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 <laughs> keep going. I need the deets. So, this private investigator is looking into it. He's like looking all over the room. He's um, he's looking for uh, like gunshot holes in the walls or anything like that. He, he he comes to the conclusion that this laceration in this guy's nutsack was from a gunshot wound. Wait, Wait a second. And, and so, and so uh, he was actually correct. The night before, those electricians were kind of fucked up and drunk, and one of them got out a 9mm Ruger and fired it off on accident and it went through the wall and in through his nutsack and like up whatever <laughs> into his body and like ricocheted off of his ribs like a pinball machine just fucking them all up <laughs> and and he died basically immediately but they they like dabbed it over with like caulking or something to, on their end on their end like that's how they like and i think it was like cheap co- i think they even used like dried toothpaste or something like that but no one noticed it at first because they didn't know like they weren't looking for that my question is how did the medical examiners miss a goddamn bullet in the guy yeah um they just did <laughs> i guess they just did would it really ricochet after your ribs i guess wouldn't it like lodge itself in something? You're like, right. I think stuck? what had happened was they weren't the, the medical examiner had no cause to look for a bullet. Right. And That's so he was look he was expecting for like, like a like a disease or Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. something something natural. Natural, yeah. pathological That's whatever. True, so. And so they and so yeah. the body was cremated, they couldn't exhume it later. So uh, the guys that shot him got off. No, they actually caught, finally caught, finally caught the guys, and they were like racked with guilt, or at least one of them was wrecked, well, racked right. with mean, guilt. Like, like he, I guess like, you could charge them with manslaughter or something, but I mean, it's not like right. they were like. I mean, it is kind guy. of weird. So, like, it, it is weird. Like, I'm a, I, honestly, <laughs> aliens though, right? <laughs> aliens. Yeah, I'm sorry to tell you. What, you. I tell you what could have stopped all that is <laughs> is a is a good guy in the room with a guy with a gun. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, what a segue. <laughs> that could have shut that shit down. Yeah. That guy would still be alive today. Put it down, bro. 
Dude, if yeah. <laughs> <laughs> No man that's what it shows you is that if that's the case, everybody would be walking around with bullets in their nutsacks at all times because trying to stop a good guy with a never mind. <laughs> this is <laughs> Incredible. <laughs> Absolutely. I'm really sorry to disappoint you. I'm sure I, no, I know you I, thought no, I was going to aliens. No, it's fascinating. Aliens. I think I just still don't fully. Um, you don't it's buy just it. amazing. <laughs> no, I don't. It's not that I don't buy it. I just would like to know more. I would like. There's no way that you can really perform that experiment with like <laughs> right. ricocheting off ribs, you know? Yeah. But I'm like, that's amazing to me. Yeah. But also. It makes sense that if your if your mind already has made up about something though, it's definitely clouds how you are going to look for answers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, so if you're like, <clears throat> well, I don't know. Here's a weird. Why would anybody think of a guy was shot? So here's a weird unsolved mystery from this week. Uh, just happened just this week. Um, there was a guy who was skiing in New York, New York, and went missing for a week and turned up in Sacramento. Had no recollection of how he got there. Is this kidding. new? This just happened like this. This this hot week. off the press, huh? Hot off the press. Here, I'll find you the. I'll find you yeah. the goddamn article. Want to read about that? Speaking of skiing, um, you ever just, you know, you're home, you're like making eggs in the morning, you have a random thought. The other day I was making eggs, and you mentioned skiing, made me think of this. But you reckon Sonny Bono had a big old hog? <laughs> I mean, just hung like a goddamn bank mule. What makes you say that? Why? Why do you ask that? I don't know. I just feel like Sonny Bono would. I mean, to squire a broad like Cher. Yeah, I bet. I bet it was. Um, yeah, I yeah. bet it was. Um, there are conspiracy theories that he didn't actually die. Oh, I love Bono. that. Oh, I love no, that. No, no, not, <laughs> not, 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 not that he didn't <laughs> die. Sorry. I should have finished my thought. Sonny Bono go and live in the trees. He just scurried <laughs> up there like a squirrel. No. I. Um, there are people who think that he didn't die the way they said he did. Because he was like an expert skier, apparently. Like, he'd never been in any kind of, like, accident or anything like that. It's suspect to some people. I'm, I sp- Anyways, I enjoy that. I enjoy that when people are just like, Mm-mm. like Elvis. Apparently, <laughs> my sister and my brother-in-law really love conspiracy theories. And last Elvis time I- is alive for sure. Well, no, he just died. He was alive, <laughs> but he actually just died. He did finally die. Okay, go on. Uh, I, I, <laughs> he just was kind of like, you know, Elvis. Elvis was alive, but he, he, he died. He was living as a homeless man. <laughs> In so, California, so people have uh, kind of accepted it now that Elvis is well. Regardless, they, they what, found that they they found a dead homeless guy. They're like, "Oh, it's Elvis." Wow, that's all I got. I got I got no details on that. I just I, I on things like that. I don't really want to know facts. I don't want to know facts. I'm I just want to be like poking around on that. Oh, I'll, I'll work on it. I'll, I'll get up. Um, here you go. On February seventh, Constantinos Danny Philippidis Philippidis was reported missing after he disappeared from a ski trip to Whiteface Mountain in upstate New York. What the fuck? I mean, I guess it's like snow. Oh, Whiteface. But it's still... <laughs> What's the place called? Whiteface White Mountain. Oddly, Ooh. his car was still in the parking lot and all his belongings were intact at the ski lodge. Department of Environmental Conservation Forest Rangers, New York State Police, and resort staff headed up the search that grew to... Inc- God damn, blah, blah, blah. Basically, a lot of people were searching for this guy. 
Uh, until he turned up in Sacramento this Tuesday, alive and unharmed, six days after going missing. Sacramento County Sheriff's deputies found Philippides around 9.30 a.m. Tuesday morning by the car rental zone at Sacramento International Airport. He was wearing the same clothes he wore when he went missing, had a credit card and $1,000 in cash, did not know where he was or... and remembered very little about the previous few days. He said he thought he had sustained a head injury of some sort <laughs> and that he had made his way across the country in a, quote, big rig, quote, before being dropped off by a, quote, McDonald's near a tall building, quote, Monday night. Wow. My man was in a big rig. I like that. Philip Philippides. How would you feel about your life if there were days that you don't remember like that? Dude, I, there are. I mean, not like we got on a bender and partied two or three days and the details are fuzzy. I mean, like... Comments, like, on One time... Like, you wake up at a goddamn car rental in Sacramento and don't know how you got <laughs> there. This, hold on. This, let me read that comment. Does this, this scare, scare the, the shit, shit out, out of, of anybody, anybody else? else? Is <laughs> reality that fragile? Everything is going fine and then one day, bam, you're in Sacramento. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think that this is a case of... Uh, Wait. Sorry. I, I, I feel like this is a case of, um, this definitely, dude definitely went, just went for a fucking bender and made up an elaborate excuse so his wife wouldn't kill him. Yeah, either that or textbook fugue state. <laughs> dude, I love the people who argue in the comment section about what the definition of Occam's razor is. <clears throat> oh, God. You'll always find that in the comment section. It, it was a joke. Doesn't that just... <laughs> Never mind. Uh, I think it's a it's gotta be like this this associative fugue, right? Like that David Lynch movie, <clears throat> Lost Highway. Ooh yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's I, he probably did. If he was skiing, he probably did have a head injury. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah, you probably just bumped his head and like. Well, I don't. You know. Wow, I don't know. Yeah. Like maybe <laughs> I don't know. I I have no clue. Like, what if he? I don't know what the geography is like near that mountain. But Are you really yourself? At the bottom of, of a mountain and near a road, and I, I picked him up. Do you maintain know. the basic aspects of your personality when you're in a state like that? I don't know. <laughs> Are you basically you? You just don't remember? <laughs> Are you completely different? I don't know. And also, would you know? Like, you wouldn't be like, "Oh, this is my name." What is your is who I am. yeah? What is your? Uh, what if you got in a car with somebody and you were like, "I really don't know what happened. My head hurts." Why wouldn't they take you to the hospital? What if you got in a car with somebody and they turned Toby Keith on and you were like, oh, this is great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And you're like, wait, I don't remember liking Toby Keith before. <laughs> I'm going to write this song now. How do you like me now? Maybe that song is about disassociative fugue. <laughs> that song, how do you like now me now? I'm on my way to Sacramento. <laughs> yeah. hmm. I want to talk about me. <laughs> I want to talk about me. <laughs> Yeah, the big red guy that picked him up is trying to like you know tell him about his life, and then the guy's just like, "No, I want to talk about me." me. Exactly, it's a story of disassociated fugue. <laughs> That's a common theme running throughout Toby Keith's work. <laughs> oh shit! Has anybody did more USO tours than Toby Keith? Um, which you all can think of. I don't want him to be the winner of anything, like the number one anything. Well, this I hope one. Somebody I, has. <laughs> oh yeah, he's he does. I would say he's probably 
performs for the troops more than anybody else. In the great irony of Mr. We'll put a boot in your ass the American <laughs> way, Toby Keith has probably performed in Afghanistan more than any other recording artist ever. Man, those were, you know, these are fascist times, but we really forget how fascist those times were. Toby Keith was number one on the goddamn charts. I don't know that, but it's... He was close. He was he, he was, was very popular. He yeah. He was, um... Ugh, man. The Pentagon was running straight up propaganda. Actually, I don't know if that's true either, but that just sounds like (laughs) something you would say about that era if we were in a movie. When people ask you about the Bush era, when your kids ask you about the Bush era. (laughs) The Pentagon was printing propaganda. Listen, man, they never never talk about the fucking plane they had the Pentagon. Yeah. They never talk about <laughs> Philadelphia. No, I think Bob Hope had to have done the most. Bob Hope, didn't he die in a mysterious way? <gasps> Let's see. No, am I, I getting him confused with the... Uh, he was uh, probably just like 92. <laughs> <gasps> Did you know his <clears throat> name was Leslie Towns Hope? Huh. Nicknamed Bob. Wow. I know that there was a lot of... Uh, Bob Hope comics in the 70s. He was 100 years old. He died July 27, <laughs> oh, 2003 God. at 100. I You're didn't right. realize this. Wow. Some people called him Liss. Oh, my God. Liss Hope. Robert Hope is what I would have guessed. Homeward Me Bound. too. You know, Damn. Homeward Bound could be re- Maybe, perhaps, Shadow was in a disassociative fugue. And that's well, why. I see what... Okay, so he... Five years before he died, a prepared obituary written by the AP was inadvertently released, resulting in his death being announced on the floor of the U.S. House of Representatives. But he was he was fine. And then he... Bob Hope? Yeah. They, and then they he, died, to put he it... died of pneumonia five years later. So maybe that's what you're thinking of. Damn. It's basically like what we were talking about earlier, how they were like, this is Harry Belafonte's last public <laughs> performance. We may not appear in public again. <laughs> 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 Surely he'll succumb. <laughs> Who knows? Maybe Harry Belafonte released that press release before, which is a really crazy Hedge, press release. His hey, hey, this might be my last. This could be. I don't know. <laughs> this is kind of funny, though. It says on here that his grandson told an in a TV interviewer that when on, on his deathbed, when his wife asked where he wanted to be buried, he said, surprise me. <laughs> 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 That's cute. I like that. Bob Hope. I was thinking Leslie. of somebody else. Leslie. Leslie Towns Hope. Oh, Leslie Towns Hope. Less. <laughs> wow. Sounds like a uh, up-and-coming uh, country music starlet. Yeah, I quit looking at the USO tour, though. I have, I'm just decided that I want Bob Hope to have done the most. Wow, we really went from uh, Toby <laughs> Keith to... Or we went from... Um, What's his name? Danny Philippides. All the way to um, Toby Keith in just half a second. second. It's like that game me and Tom like to play sometimes where you uh, pick two things on Wikipedia and you have to get to the other thing in five moves or or less. Yeah. I'll play that game sometime. We should call it like Name That Tune. You know, remember that show Name That Tune? See, I know you don't like games, but you like made up games. That's true, I do. Let's have a made-up game. I like made-up games. Yeah, let's make up games. <laughs> and I want to play that particular game sometime. We could we could go somewhere with that. Mm-hmm. That's fun. What? Yeah, it's like, what, six degrees of separation kind of thing? Yeah, <clears throat> pretty much. Um, 
Hmm. Yeah, I just hmm. there's also I remember think I think I remember playing that one in my early twenties as it related to like drinking. Sure, everything was a drinking game. Then. Everything was a drinking game. <laughs> yeah. I have no tolerance anymore. Same I, here. I hate drinking. I'm going to tell you this. I know. This is a teetotal podcast. Yeah, we're sober. <laughs> <laughs> well, we do drugs. Well, that's true. Some drugs. That's true. Only, I, only the cool ones. Only the cool drugs. <laughs> I drink every now and then, but it's very rare. I I like a beer, but like more than a beer, I just. Uh, feel what sick. I find so fascinating, the only interesting aspect of Donald Trump's personality is that he doesn't drink. Yeah. That's the literally oh, the only. Yes. Let's talk about that for a sec. I would love. To inter- talk about that's literally that. the only interesting part. of it. I think that it's because he knows he will get caught be in some way. Like I think he know he knows the power of alcohol. He likes to always be in control. Like, you think so? Has, yeah, I think, you think he's got that level yeah. of like internal governance. Well, it's like I think he knows that if he has any alcohol, <laughs> he will say something that people will catch him saying or do you know what I mean? Like he doesn't give a shit about I mean as a teetotaler he has very poor impulse control. Exactly. So imagine yeah, if you drank. Is that That's what, what I happens mean. when you when you stay sober? <laughs> Maybe like, the guy needs to take a fucking evolution drink. just speeds up and you just I naturally have poor impulse probably, control. <laughs> he should probably do some kind of drug. Yeah. I'd say he did his fair share of cocaine in the eighties. Right. That's not that's not cool. I'm, I I'm just uh, cocaine's not cool. I assume they're all on it. I like cocaine. Well, <laughs> <laughs> I'm st- I'm putting a hard flag like, in this thing. You said I like coking. I like coking. Like I'm just kidding. I don't. If the DEA is listening, <laughs> <laughs> I just I think that like in general, it's like meh, maybe don't do. It. Yeah, you're right. It's, probably, it's not right. good for you. No, it's not good no, for your heart. And, well, neither is his diet or anything that he. Oh God, he's an, he is an anomaly, isn't he? He really is. He is. Damn. What is with that guy? Um. I used to do a fair amount of cocaine in the early 2000s. Now, if I drink two cups of coffee, I have heart palpitations. Oh. And I wonder, like, if I tried to do coke again at the ripe old age of 32, <laughs> would I just have a coronary and that'd be it? <laughs> you would think you were. You would have a panic attack and probably go to the hospital. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to fucking die. And they're like, sir, you just took too much cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> you just did, uh, you did too much cocaine. You did too much of the cocaine. Okay. <laughs> I think it's interesting it started out as like a pharmaceutical solution. Remember Cherry when we were hanging out at your house the other night listening to Buck Cherry? Sure. I love the cocaine. Yeah, I love the cocaine. I remember that. So we're getting her taking noticeably different. What are you doing with this? Because I notice things are just playing. Are you actually recording things you're looking up? Um, or like to edit later and throw in? Or are you just like playing I, up? I think we're just. I don't know what you're doing because things have been playing. But there's no sound. Oh, yeah. You can't hear it because you don't have headphones. <laughs> Me and Tom are in our own oh, little world over here. Oh, that's funny. We're in our own little world over here. No, I don't. I don't like hearing my own voice. <laughs> it's no. so funny. I didn't even think of that. <laughs> I've been like, we're like talking. What are you, on, do, what are you doing with We're this? talking on opposite <laughs> sides of a veil. <laughs> me and Tom have got bug cherry lit up I in like the background. Me, it didn't even occur to me that y'all have headphones. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's become so synonymous with my public image that sure, I have to sure. walk around with headphones at all times. Yeah. I'm actually really happy I'm not listening to this. What are you talking about? This no, is good. No, it's okay. Crank it up. This song, this song was... 
I didn't, but you know, you listened to this, but I didn't, I didn't remember this. Oh, yeah. It's no Duncan Sheik. Yeah, it's no Duncan Sheik. That's true. Did y'all, y'all go down that Duncan Sheik rabbit hole? Or that's just there's just that one song we were we were talking a few weeks ago about like those like '90s radio hits, you know? Yeah. And that was the one that I always hear, and I'm like, man. Yeah. Takes you back. <laughs> it really does. It really does. How much time we got over here? That's one hour. Well, what do you think? You think we should keep shaking the bush? No, uh, I'm going to go. Can I go take a piss real quick? Go ahead and pee. <sighs> and we'll wrap it up here in just a second. But first, I want to give you a, a Wikipedia task. Okay. Okay. Well, before I go. Yeah, 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 okay. yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. So, uh, you have to connect Buck Cherry <laughs> with. Um, you have to connect Buck Cherry with. I guess it has to be sort of a reference that. You, let me think about this. <laughs> you have to connect Buck Cherry with uh, Louis Napoleon. By the time I get back in six moves, I'll give you six moves. Louis Napoleon to Buck Cherry. Yeah. Oh gosh. I... <clears throat> okay. Can, what's your strategy with this? Do you look them I'll both? Take my time. Okay. Okay. Let's see here. Um. What do you do? Do you like have them both? Do you look for them both? Oh, like Napoleon. Yeah, you s we start with one. <laughs> I've never heard anyone refer to him as Louis Napoleon. <laughs> I was like, what is that? Is this some kind of abandonment? Yeah, what in the god But really, I feel like I need guidance. So do you, like, bring up both wikis? Or do you just, like, keep trying to... I start with one, and then you got to go, like, have... So, here, so you... Do this, sure. and you you see how there's like clickable links right. to other no, pages. I, mean, I get that. I guess I just wonder if you like try to work backwards or take it's your, up to you. Take your own adventure. Okay, okay, fair enough. I think I'm gonna try to <laughs> to it's go the Napoleon to Suez Canal to Buck Cherry. Wow. Okay. Huh. Yeah, this is gonna. This is tough. This is fun, though. What a fun little. Ooh, this guy's name is French. No work. Five moves. As few moves as possible. If, did he say five? Did he specify? Five I don't know. Moves? Is that what the point usually is? I didn't. I was. I think it's like just whoever gets out. there quicker. Okay. Hmm. It's a good soundtrack for this. You can't hear this, but this is the one. Their other hit. I'm not mad. I'm not hearing it. It's they're pretty terrible. But it just went off. So. <laughs> Stay gone longer. That was bad. I'm sorry. I just all I could think about while I was peeing was how bad it was. I should have given you like Robert Sack or somebody. <laughs> Okay, I'll just go ahead and tell you. One of my moves from Buck Cherry to Napoleon is Suez Canal. <laughs> oh, great. I think I'm in a wormhole that I'm not going to be able to get out of. <gasps> did you do it? I did it! 
Oh, God. That you was so exciting. All right. Lay it on us, Carrie. Hit us with it. I don't really remember. I took a lot of steps. How, let's see. I need to look at history, don't I? To be able to do this. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> this is kind of weird. Okay. So from Buck Cherry, I went to Kelly Lemieux, who was the one of the band members. Uh-huh. To cancer. Wow. To victim blaming. Abusive power and control. <laughs> Narcissism. Jean-Jacques Rousseau. Oh, damn. The Pantheon. I the burial s- place of Napoleon. I, oh, that's, I can respect yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, that's good enough for me. I'll take it. <laughs> I can respect that. <laughs> wow, that is Buck awesome. Cherry to Napoleon. How many moves? Um, uh, let's see. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. That's good. I, I dare anybody else to beat that. What did you What did you get? Where, where How far did you get? I didn't con- I didn't connect it, but I was trying to find what the pocket. What well, I was trying to here's what I was trying to do. I was trying to go Napoleon, Suez Canal, well, some sort of Egyptian thing. Yeah, like some sort of Egyptian artist, like a famous artist that might have collaborated with somebody. But I backtracked and went. I was going to go Napoleon to Victor Hugo, Victor Hugo to Les Miserables. And I was trying to find <laughs> somebody that had been in the Les Miserables film adaptation that might have ah, been. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was good. That's a good move. Yeah. That's a good move. That's good thinking. I know I didn't, I don't know. I just. Damn. Man, that's. Not nearly as exciting as cancer to victim blaming. To <laughs> yeah, there that was, was like this shit, whole weird though. thing about can- on the cancer Wikipedia. The cancer Wikipedia page is weird. It goes into sure like, very like society and culture section of cancer. It's a lot. I, don't, I actually don't recommend reading it. Yeah, I'm a hypochondriac. Can't go there. <laughs> Qu- question. Do you think that much in the same way you can connect anybody in the films to Kevin Bacon in Seven Moves or Less, do you think you could connect any two Wikipedia pages in Seven Moves or Less? I bet most. Because that was a crazy You stretch. mean any two? Any two. Any two. Fuck. I bet most of them. Well. Like, you'd have a harder time with the ones that don't have a lot of information, of course. Yeah. You know, that would be a struggle, maybe. Yeah, you're limited by what's out there. Right. But I'd say a lot. Because that was, that was, those are pretty far apart. That's as disparate as you get. Right. Well, you know, I don't know. Uh, I seem to remember something in, called Ray's Law that might have something to say about this. <laughs> um, damn. Good job, guys. Good job. Thanks for teaching me a new game. <laughs> I want to play that more. Than Let's play it all night. Tonight. Well done. <laughs> There's a game on tonight. I know. Want to come over and watch the game? Yeah, yeah. We'll come over and watch the game. But Not we'll, you all. We'll pregame. But you guys. We'll pregame by... <laughs> Playing. Yeah. By doing this. That sounds great. I was just in the bathroom. Um, we can wrap it up, but I was just in the. <laughs> we can wrap it up here in a minute. But I was just in the bathroom, and I was thinking about earlier. I texted you. I said a funny, a fun prompt that I've been working working with lately is uh, weird things you believe when you're a oh, kid. Yeah. And uh, and I was thinking about um, when I was a kid. I never really understood how my brother looked like me. And so I just assumed that, like, I thought my parents, like, scooped my, some of my pee out of the toilet or something. <laughs> <laughs> and, 
I don't know. Yeah, because the eldest. I don't know the what eldest. they would have done with that. I guess maybe my mom would have drank it in this theoretical. Why, why, why did you think it on him when he was born? <laughs> why did you think that? Why did you think little Terrence That's right. interesting. PP made your brother? I think I understood the sort of. Uh, maybe I understood. Maybe that, it was the maybe beginnings you knew that of penises were involved. No, I think you I didn't know how. I think what it was is like I sort of understood the basic idea of genetics, but didn't really understand the mechanism through which that oh, actually occurs. Sure, that you had oh. DNA in your pee. Right. Therefore, my brothers also shared some of the same <laughs> characteristics so you think- of my pee. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's that is a strange thing that you believe when you were a kid, right? That's if it's funny. the bill, right? <clears throat> but you carry. Um. Hmm. I just remember my I remember my siblings trying to I was the youngest so I they were trying to make me impress like I remember them trying to get me to believe stupid things and I was like y'all are crazy like they tried to get me to eat weird shit and yeah. like, they told me that like a watermelon would grow and if I ate a seed and I was like, and, and but I was like, actually, I did believe that because I was like, that sounds awesome. So I ate seeds. I was, I was, I was at that stage Just where I didn't want to eat. Seeds. Where I was like, I was, I'm not the I OG wanna... belly wine. And, yeah. yeah, that's where she gets that's it where from. She gets it. And I was, she get I was it from like, her mama. I was like, if a watermelon grows my stomach, I'll never have to eat again. It's just oh, my stomach will always be full. That's brilliant. That was my line of thinking. Actually, I did actually believe that. Yeah. I don't know why. I believe that. You know that uh, that BB King line is nobody loves me but my mama and she might be jiving too. Uh-huh. I never I could, don't, but I never could be. I never could wrap my mind around like this idea. Like, why is this person taking care of me? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. Then, like, I kind of like secretly thought she might have been like a robot or some sort of like yeah. non-human figure, and how terrifying that was. <laughs> about your mom yeah you for a little your bit mom was a robot well not even that so much as i, I just have this weird memory <laughs> of me watching okay, edward scissorhands as a kid yeah and then thinking that my mom was like secretly this like kind of not even malevolent weirdo but just like this non-human or kind of, i don't know that's interesting I see. I see what you're wow. saying. It messed me up for a little bit, and I was kind of afraid of my mom for a little bit. Aww. Not not like a reverential fear, like you know, right? Like she wasn't going to hurt you, but you're just like, what is she? Yeah, <laughs> like, she right. Hmm. Yeah. I I wonder yeah. if that's probably how our cats regard us, maybe, or dogs at least. Yeah. What if you're a cat? Me cat. Yeah. What if you are a cat? Another Man, yeah. Another funny thing I believed was that um, your nuts could get tangled. <laughs> Around? Did you ever think that, that actually that can't, can't happen. happen? That can't happen. Testicular torsion. You can get though. your nuts tangled up. Really? Yeah. yeah. I mean, not it's like not a, like and a it, and it is like a medical emergency. It's not like yeah. a barrier between the two nuts. Well, it's it's oh, more it's God. more interior <laughs> like. I thought each one was isolated. They, like they could see each other and wave to each other. Like, hey. well, like, but there was like a there was a clear glass. What do you? There's what are they like? Um. Uh, Epididymis, epididymi. That's on the back side. Well, Um, anyway, there's tissue. The vas deferens. They can get twisted. There's tissue. The vas deferens. That's the best. Vas (laughs) deferens. Announcing the vas deferens. (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> that that doesn't sound like how you would say that. Right. It it look like when you look at that word, you're like, that can't be right. The term. I mean, I guess it's 
too. Urethra. <laughs> yeah, that one's good too. Urethra. Also known as pee hole. The pee hole. <laughs> um, I think that's probably about. Um. Always got to <laughs> end with the pee pee poo poo humor. Yeah, I, there was something. <laughs> now introducing fast different. The rooms. <laughs> <laughs> he's like That's a yeah. He's like a he's, he's like a <laughs> character. He's an actor on Saturday Night Live. It's a new <laughs> comedian. It's the next new comedian. room. Ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. As a musical guest. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh shit! 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 I I know there was one more. I was I wrote oh, it down earlier. What you could what you believed as a kid. I gotta write shit down. You don't understand. Oh, maybe you maybe you believe this one. Um, <laughs> but I used to think that every behind every mirror in my house was like a surveillance camera of some sort. <laughs> you still <laughs> <Yeah>. believe that? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm still, I still not believe. persuaded it is not. <laughs> yeah, you're right. <laughs> Can you imagine what the first people that discovered mirrors thought about that shit? Yeah. Well, did you ever read? Like, is there something on the other side? Yeah, yeah, or like if some portal to another world right. or some shit. Well, I right. mean, the, the Looking Glass by Lewis Carroll was really interesting because it, it it was like this whole story about there being another world. Right. And I liked that. That was kind of cool. A but I didn't world. actually think that. A world in which you like Toby Keith. What is <laughs> <laughs> <Maybe laughs> that? That guy got song. lost. Maybe he just went into the other into the mirror world. Who? The, the oh, guy. the Sacramento skier? Philippidus or whatever. Yeah. Sonny Bono. Danny. Sonny Bono. <laughs> Sonny, yeah, that's what happened to Sonny Bono. <laughs> Damn. But and he, he had a, he had a little peen on the other side, <laughs> <laughs> unfortunately. Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Big ol' hog in this world. <laughs> he gets to the other side. No! No! <laughs> okay, okay. In that Sh- same share in Mirror World divorces him. <laughs> He's like, he lives to 102 <laughs> in the mirror world. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna cave in, but that'd be cool. That'd be tight. That would be pretty cool. I mean, it'd be cool to live through something like that. I wouldn't want to, but if you lived and it was all fun, what a story you could you tell. could have a great story out of it. Could you though? <laughs> I don't know. Day. I was just in Sacramento. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, guys, it's uh, hour 17. Let's fucking co- put the kibosh on this. Nah. And let's go watch the Kentucky game. Who? <laughs> Who?